Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive. Mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Welcome back, everyone, to Coffee with the Docs. Today, we've got another exciting repeat episode. I feel like we've had some good repeats lately. Yeah, totally. And we have Andrea Fagan-Holson. She is a certified hypnotherapist and like so many other things. And we haven't had her on for a really long time. And so I wanted to have her back on the show to talk specifically about a practice she uses called guided imagery. And it's this really cool practice. She incorporates it a lot into her hypnotherapy work, but it's something we can all do on our own. And it basically just talks more efficiently to the subconscious by using images in your senses. So it's really cool to learn more from her, the difference between that and hypnotherapy. I wasn't super familiar with that. And also like, you don't need someone to guide you through it. You can like play around with your own imagery journeys and she talks about how to do that oh that's super cool and it's not a repeat episode guys just repeat guest oh yeah (laughs) we're not like listen to it again yeah although her first episode is really good too yeah but no I mean Andrea is just absolutely amazing she's got this like super soothing voice um and so you guys will have a little treat when she gives you your own little experiment towards the um, end of this episode, but essentially what, and we've talked about this a lot in our NET episode as well, but our subconscious brain really, it's like responsible for like 98% of how we respond to the world. It's active all the time. So if we can figure out, you know, some different things we can clear or make more neutral or just make it feel more safe, um, your experience with your relationships and just your whole life in general will change. It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. And she gives some awesome examples too, of like clients she's worked with and how imagery's helped them as well as her own personal story. Like I didn't know this. She didn't get into guided imagery until like well into her training. And at first she was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. And now it's like her favorite thing. So <laughs> really cool to learn about. Absolutely. And our partner is Lotus way and Lotus way, speaking of subconscious and helping to shift some of those belief systems and just feel in a, you know, heightened state of love or happiness. Um, I love using flower essences with my patients and Lotus way has some really beautiful ones. And you also get a discount by using our link. And what's really cool, actually, if you go on their website, there's a whole, um, you know, click the link, go to their website and take their quiz. And mm-hmm. they show you a whole bunch of different flowers and you really just go what you're drawn to, like what your yeah. first thought, which flower you're drawn to. And it says a lot about what healing you need in this mm-hmm. moment. And I just, I, every once in a while, I'll take that quiz and be like, I know okay, I what love do it. I need. And it's always the same thing. So there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Oh boy. So Critical. still working on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys will love them. They're super yummy. I'm a big fan of the elixirs. They're based in honey and I put them in like my coffee and my they're tea. so good. So good. I give them to my dogs. Both my dogs like love them. Right. I've been giving joy juice to my horses since they're all still figuring each other out. Yeah. So Clearly. guys, so many different options. Yeah. So enjoy and um, have fun with her guided experience as well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee with the Docs. Today, we're really excited to have a return guest on, the lovely Andrea Fagenholz. She has been on before to talk about hypnosis, one of our really early on episodes, and we will link to her first episode in the show notes for you guys. Definitely check that one on too. But she's back today to talk about something a little bit different called guided imagery. So welcome, Andrea. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah. So Andrea, first, I'd love to start out to have you introduce yourself to our audience for people who might not know you. Completely. So um, I obviously Andrea and I am a certified hypnotherapist and I am based over in Orange County, but um, a great deal of my practice is virtual always has been virtual because hypnosis and imagery um, have a lot of benefits of just allowing the client to be in a safe space. And for a lot of individuals that might be their home or wherever they desire to take this. Um, but either way, I have been practicing, um, hypnotherapy probably now for almost close to five years. And for me, it was really the reason why I stepped into it was because I just wanted people to have awareness of really the power that they have right there at their fingertips, how, we have this mind, right? And there's a subconscious, there's a conscious piece of it, but a great deal of the decisions we make of how we feel of what we see is really coming from those patterns, beliefs, and behaviors that have been stored up since we were children. And a lot of times we can feel stuck in those beliefs, stuck in those feelings, stuck in those emotions. Um, But in reality, we're never stuck. We always have options and our mind just wants to protect us. So if we can cater to it in a way that allows it to feel safe, we can really make any changes that we desire. So that's how I really just started to tap into hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And then since then have just grown, um, you know, in many directions, whether it's with guided imagery or with EFT tapping, you know, the whole nine yards, but, um, it's been quite the journey. Yeah. I love that. And it's been so fun. Like I've known you for a long time to see your journey too. Yeah. It's been, I mean, you were such a help. I, I like made a career switch after my initial career and, um, you know, Dr. Abby and Dr. Nicole both helped tremendously. And honestly, one of the techniques that they do is really what opened my eyes. Um, they practice NET, which is neuroemotional technique. And that also taps into the subconscious mind. And that's when I was like, this is powerful. Like whatever this is, I need to figure out other ways that I can access this because what's going on is life-changing. Yeah, for sure. And I love that there's so many different modalities that work on the subconscious level, right? So it's really cool. You know, it's different ways to skin the cat. 
Right. And it's, and it's nice things. to like use them together too, because mm-hmm. they access things in a different way. They make us think of things in a different way. And so it's like, when we can bring in all these different modalities, we can really just see what aligns in that moment. I mean, none of us are the same. We're all unique. And what we need in each moment is always changing. So it's nice mm-hmm. to have options. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I told this story, I think a couple different times on this podcast, but, um, your work with hypnosis is so powerful. I 100% attribute making it 33 hours in labor <laughs> to your recording. I remember it's like on loop in the bathtub. And it's like, Andrea, I'm in a hypnotic state. Yeah. I mean, that's so like helpful. one of my, I do love working with pregnant mamas because um, I myself also used um, many recordings, not of my own voice. I did work with my own hypnotherapist because I yeah. don't think I can listen to my voice over and over again for that right. long. But um, but it is really powerful because it's just the more we hear something, the more our mind believes it, the more it mm-hmm. incorporates it as our own. And so it's like, we have this ability to really tap into a space that maybe we knew existed or maybe we didn't even know existed. Yep, totally. I apologize. Right. You might hear my dog barking. I like, I'm I know, like, me too. <laughs> Him love so yeah. that he- there's dogs everywhere I know it's all good <laughs> we're like real life podcasts yeah. Nicole's got like chickens in the background yeah and, like, I mean that's it's much all better. happening yeah a nice donkey yeah, yeah exactly 100%. <laughs> all right so as you know we start out every episode we're going to kind of like backtrack a little bit with asking our guests the same two questions just kind of a fun thing so question number one is what is your current drink of choice I am probably so boring, but I legitimately like basically only drink water. So right. I hate to disappoint. Um, sometimes I'll do some like ginger hot lemon tea, um, yeah. but yeah. I'm rather boring when it comes to liquids. I mean, it's all good. Water's <laughs> hydrating. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. And then our second question is what is your latest biohack could be anything. That's a good question, actually. Um, So for me, it's been taking, not taking, giving myself five extra moments, um, minutes, I guess you could say, before I leave or when I leave to sit in the car and just close my eyes and either meditate or just connect to myself. Um, I've found that I tend to be the person that's right on time. Um, I am very rarely early. And so this kind of forced me to get spaces a little bit earlier, but also to be able to have some time alone. Um, I have a beautiful daughter, um, but she's one and a half and requires a lot of attention. And so um, I was finding it to be a little bit more challenging to do that daily meditation and that daily ritual in the morning, like I used to always do. And so this has been honestly quite the hack for me of just like giving myself that undivided attention before I walk into whether it's work or whether it's play or whether it's a workout class, but just really connecting to myself. I love that. That's so funny. I was just talking to a mom about this and she was like, I could sit in my car for three hours and be in complete <laughs> bliss. Like, yes. but also like it's, it's a, a mom sacred act. space. Yeah. 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 It's like potentially the only time you're 100% alone. And you like, don't feel bad because you're like, well, I'm leaving to go here. It's like, I'm already yeah. going, I'm just going five minutes earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's true. You're in an enclosed space. No one can yeah. bother you. Uh-uh. You can have like a couple minutes. Yes, yeah. It's silent. And yeah. So I love that. It's been beautiful. All right. Honestly. 
five minutes in the car. That's great. Done. <laughs> Which is kind of like a state of hypnosis too anyways, because yeah. usually we're like going somewhere that we've already been. So we're about mm-hmm. to like, our mind is already prepping us to tap into that state of hypnosis. So we're highly suggestible, which means those moments are actually really rather powerful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. Going to start doing that. All right. So talk to us about what is guided imagery specifically? Yeah, absolutely. So guided imagery is um, the preferred method of communication with the subconscious mind. It is, I use the word guided imagery instead of visualization because it is a heightening of all of our senses. So visualization, visualization is beautiful and very powerful and absolutely can come in in guided imagery, but there's also quite a large portion of the population that has a really hard time with visualization that you say, close your eyes and visualize a purple heart. And they're like, I see black. I don't know what you're talking about. And I can't figure this out. And this is frustrating. And so imagery is not meant to be frustrating. Like this is a natural thing that our body does that our mind does is communicate with us and connect with us. And so we just tap in, in a way that feels aligned with each of our own, you know, mind's preferred method. And so it might show up as images visually, or it might be hearing things more clearly. It might be smelling things. It might be just feeling things like knowing what love feels like, knowing what peace feels like, whatever it may be. Um, So imagery is really just that connection with our subconscious mind. And we can either, we can do a lot with it. So we can either direct it towards a specific intention or a desire or we can also just let it play. And honestly, a lot of times I think that the greatest benefit is when we let it play because Mm -hmm. the mind is so, so very intelligent and so wise that we don't need to always logically tell it what to do. We can set an intention. We can start to guide it there, but it knows what to do. It knows what serves us. It knows what we need, probably deeper than we know what we need. Mm -hmm. Love that. So tell us about how you got into guided imagery. Like, was that in your training for hypnotherapy? Is it something different? And also how you use it, how it's helped you personally, right? Because usually when we get into things, it's because we found benefit. Yeah. So like, what is your experience been with it? Yeah. To be totally honest, I was super resistant to it at first. Um, funny. It was not like specifically part of my program. Um, You could take it as like a seminar basically. So I chose to take it mainly because I loved the professor that was teaching it. And so like, I was just drawn to her as an individual and I was like, I'm going to do it just because I have nothing to lose. And once I started it, it was like a numerous, like numerous weeks. And um, in each session, she would always do probably two to three imagery journeys with us, um, of all different lengths and all different, you know, intentions. And I started to just realize that after those, even if they were say two minutes or three minutes or 10 minutes, I just felt so good. Like it was such a reset for me where I just felt regrounded. I felt reconnected. And I felt even in those moments that like, maybe I was stressed or maybe I was overwhelmed or maybe I was frustrated. I like those emotions were maybe still there, but they were not nearly as heightened as they were. And I felt like I had more 
ability to decide like what serves me in this moment. Like, who am I right now? How do I really feel right now? Um, there was just this abundance of clarity that came with it. Um, and even from like a physical body perspective, it's like the body felt lighter. I don't know about you, but like a lot of times when I feel like that stress or overwhelm or just like pressure that I put on myself or whatnot, I kind of feel it in that like upper back area. Mm -hmm. And it's like, every time I do imagery, I could be seated for the whole imagery. So it's like, I'm not taking this pressure off my back. I'm not laying down necessarily sometimes, but all of a sudden it's like these, these weights are lifted and it was just there was so much emotionally and physically that I was feeling in such a short time that I knew that there was, you know, something really to this. Awesome. So tell me how is guided imagery then different from hypnotherapy? So I would almost even argue that it's like really not. Um, I think that when you go into in my own opinion, when you go into a guided imagery or visualization, you're almost always probably dropping into a state of hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just a matter of how you're communicating. So some hypnotherapists, and I do this in some of my sessions as well, like we'll just give very specific, um, suggestions. And so they might not be imagery based necessarily, but they're very specific suggestions based on what the individual wants. I honestly, at this point, rarely just do that. And I always incorporate some type of imagery um, because what you can do is if you incorporate imagery, the mind feel like it feels like it has more choice because it gets to create in the way that it desires to create. And then when the mind has more choice, it's more likely to accept the suggestions that you give it. So if you can start with imagery, allow the mind to feel like empowered and curious and playful And then you give these suggestions of what you're desiring of, I am peaceful, I am calm, or, you know, I'm trusting that timing is aligned for me or whatever. It may be these suggestions. Um, The mind is more receptive to taking them in as their own and being like, oh, you're right. Like, this feels good. Mm -hmm. I can do this. Um, So I'd say they're honestly more times than not one in the same. It's just how you apply them or whoever is leading you, how they are applying them. Right. That makes sense. So if someone is thinking, I want to start utilizing guided imagery as part of my wellness routine, as part of my self-care, you know, in line with like a meditation practice, something like that, do you need to work with a professional to practice guided imagery? No, I don't think so at all. Um, I think that everyone could create their own, their own journeys and it's actually a really beautiful thing to create your own journey. Um, what I just have experienced with clients and even with myself is when we're going through stuff or even when we're not, it's kind of nice just to have someone guide us, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of nice just to be able to sit back and listen and then let the mind just run with it versus feeling like we have to logically create something first and then run Mm -hmm. with that. Um, so I think there's benefits to both. I think if we were to create our own imagery, there's a lot of playfulness and creativity. We're really opening up that sacral chakra and letting ourselves like experience that inner child. And there's so many benefits to that. Um, but I think there's also a lot of benefits of just like letting go and letting someone else Mm -hmm. take the lead, Mm -hmm. um, and still, you know, reaping the benefits because you're still able to create your own way. I could say, I'll say an imagery journey and out of the 20 people in the room, not a single person experienced the same thing. Right. Right. So um, in a way you're still creating your own, but someone's just giving you an outline, I guess you would say. Yeah. And I think too, you know, I think this applies in so many different healing modalities. There's something to being in a place of receiving Mm -hmm. and like being taken care of, 
right? Then like you do it all on your own. Like I can grab a massage gun and work on myself and there's definitely benefit to that. Yeah. And it's a completely different experience to lay on <laughs> a massage table and let someone else, you know, take care of you and give you some TLC. So hundred percent. And I think that's like such a good point of just like, I think to us as humans, a lot of us have a difficult time, like fully receiving and mm-hmm. it's good practice to really just like decide like what serves you that you need to take on yourself. And what are some of those things that you're just like, okay, like it's worth just like letting someone else take the lead for this Mm -hmm. and different people's perspective too. Right. Like, I think it's really hard with your own self to be totally not biased or get in your head or whatever. So to be able to talk through something with someone else, you know, I think of even in like chiropractic and the work myself and like your husband do, right. I can, in my mind for myself or my daughter or whatever, think like, okay, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. But then if I work with another doctor, professional, whatever, they could have a totally different bird's eye view and have like some really great unique ideas that I was like in my own head about. I a hundred percent agree. And I think that just brings up this point of like, when we're looking at something, like we kind of close off these other windows, right? Because it's like, we Mm -hmm. almost like automatically go to like what we think it could be or how we think it could be or whatever it is. And I feel like when we do step back, even just like one question being asked in a different way, or like one image being thrown out there that you wouldn't have expected can Mm -hmm. all of a sudden give you these like opportunities to see more clearly or see more brightly in that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love that. I, I completely agree. Um, there's so much benefit to just like, I mean, I'm just such a huge promoter of like people have talents and skills and wisdom for a reason. So I think there's a lot of healing that can be done inwards, but I think there's also, it's like, why wouldn't we utilize all Mm -hmm. of these like beautiful Mm -hmm. practices that are around us? Yeah, totally. So I'd love for you to give us like one to two examples of clients you've worked with or whatever, like how guided imagery has helped them. Yeah, that's a great one. So I would say in sessions, it's so fascinating to me when clients come in with more resistance of like, I I just don't think I'll be able to be hypnotized or, um, I've done this before just, so you know, and it hasn't worked. So I'm, I'm willing to like give it another try, but I, I just don't think it's going to work. Um, those situations are actually probably my favorite because in my mind, I'm like, you were attracted here for a reason. And so Right. It's so funny. It's like, you're here. Like, yeah, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Um, but I love it. And it's like, I love the honesty too. Like, please like, tell me exactly what you're thinking. Like I really genuinely appreciate that. Um, and so those ones imagery, I feel like actually works like, like in remarkable ways, because just that alone tells me that there's a lot of resistance going on in the mind. Uh There's a lot of this chatter in the mind of like almost this pushback of, I can't do this, or this isn't going to work for me. Or like, Uh this isn't for me period or whatever it may be. Or I've tried this, like I was open to this, but like, it just didn't work. Like there's, Mm -hmm. that means that there's some type of block that's going on there. Right. And so imagery is this very graceful approach to connecting with that subconscious. So the mind doesn't in imagery, the mind doesn't automatically shut it down. It doesn't go like, Oh no, 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 no. Because in a way it's already, like I said, it gets these choices. I'm not telling it exactly what to do or what to see or what to experience. I'm just talking out loud. And I even say to the people that are in my space or that are with me virtually, 
Like, if you want to keep your eyes open, you're more than welcome. Like, if you want to stand, you can do that. Like, if you're just open to allowing, if you give yourself permission to show up, the imagery will show up in the way that it's intended to. And as soon as you start to allow that, the whole body gets to relax. The mind gets to relax. You get this sense of just like letting go that a lot of us don't even get to experience. I mean, nearly enough. Um, but especially when we're in those situations that we're coming for help for a reason, a lot of times we're kind of wrapped up and that letting go seems like the furthest thing away. Yeah, totally. Do you have any specific examples of people like someone that wanted to work on their career or stress with a relationship or home or health things and like how guided imagery can play a role with that? Yeah, completely. So a few that just came to mind, as you said, that, um, is, uh, the pregnancy, like you mentioned. So outside of just even like the labor experience in itself, but the actual, like allowing of pregnancy. So like the fertility side of things, um, when you start to open those doors to calling baby in, um, connecting to the physical body and how it feels and actually starting to notice the feelings in the physical body as we ovulate, as we have our menstrual, as, as whatever's moving on, like starting to really connect internally to that is, a, is one that I've heard so much feedback on. Cause I think a lot of times we go through the day to day and don't even really like notice the signs that are usually rather clear to us. Um, another one is pain management, whether that's for pregnancy or just for anything, right? Like I've had a lot of clients come in that are just in discomfort. And I feel like you, you might or may not agree to this, but I feel like a lot of times it is typically related to some type of an emotional piece. Um, so within imagery, I think you can access a lot of those emotions or those limiting beliefs or those, um, you know, ideas that we have about where this pain is or how it feels. And I would say, I, I'm trying to think, but I, I really can't think of an example where someone came in with a, with a pain or with discomfort and didn't leave with it feeling better after imagery. Um, it's really powerful for that physical aspect. Um, and then there was one other that came to mind, but hold on, let me think I lost it on my spot on. Oh, so inner child that has been like huge lately. Um, it's always been big, but lately for some reason, I'm really attracting that in. Um, and when I say inner child, just for those listening, in case you don't really know what that means, um, inner child work is connecting to that, like childlike self within ourselves. Um, and I think a lot of people have this like automatic opinion that like I had a great childhood or I don't have anything that I need to work through from my childhood. And no matter how great your childhood is, as children, we perceive things in such a different way than adults can perceive things. So I would argue that all of us actually need some level of inner child work just to acknowledge that child who is, I think there's always this aspect of like insecurity of, to some extent, or just like this questioning or this sense of safety, whether it's like leaving mom and dad for the first time or going to school for the first time or anything, you name it. Or if there are different traumas that have happened as a child, like inner child with guided imagery is so incredibly beautiful because I think inner child can be really intimidating at times of just like what, what would come up from that childlike self? Like, how did I feel as that childlike self? But imagery encourages it in a way that's so graceful and very like soothing, I would say, um, where it's not about bringing up any of these negative emotions. It's about really bearing and allowing ourselves to fully 
embrace the safety that we can create within ourselves, the love that we can create within ourselves, the, um, you know, courage that we can create within ourselves. Um, so that one, especially as of late has been huge with imagery of just like coming out of it, honestly, clearing a lot of limiting beliefs and limiting emotions that are stopping us in our current day-to-day lives. I love that. Yeah. I forgot about, um, that the inner child work can be part of that as well. Yeah. So cool. And I think a lot of people are looking for it. It's kind of become like a buzzword of like, Oh, everyone's doing inner child work. So that's great to know that that's part of that. And I totally agree with you that I think the perception of that is so heavy. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't have to be And like most of these like imagery journeys, at least from inner child perspective, like when these individuals come out of it, like they're actually like so touched because it's like, you're meeting with this child that is yourself. Like this individual that you get to like send and like connect and like have this connection with that's like no other connection really. Mm -hmm. And so if they are to get emotional, it's because it's this, usually it's like this space of like, wow, I didn't even know I was able to connect with myself in that way. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. know that that was possible. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's really fascinating to watch. Very cool. Okay. So everyone listening, you guys are in for a real treat. Andrea is actually going to take us through a little guided imagery. Yes. Live that you guys can do at home. That's great. Um, so what I will just ask is that, um, if you are driving or doing something that you pause this recording and come back to it, um, imagery, it's really important that you're in a safe space that you could maybe close your eyes or that you could at least like kind of sit in just like Mm -hmm. stillness and be on your own. Um, so yeah, any listeners just pause it. You could always come back to it, um, and do come back because there will be more that we're chatting about after this. So, um, this isn't the end of the series. Um, so If you are in a space that you can take this, now would be a great time to just begin by closing your eyes, starting to just connect to your breath, to just notice it as it is, to listen to it, to feel it. Maybe even taking your left hand and placing it on your heart and your right hand and placing it on your stomach and just allowing that breath to move the body. Taking a deeper inhale as this tummy moves up towards the ceiling and an exhale as it moves back down. And then starting to visualize or imagine this white glistening crown above your head and it has this white light that shines down in front of your body behind your body into both sides of your body and it wraps around you with such ease with such grace it glistens it glows you feel this energy this power this support See, because this white light, this very white light is just for you. It is your protector, your security guard. 
It allows any energy that you choose to allow in to come in, and it will allow any energy that does not need to be within you to move out. So in this moment, if it feels right, heighten and brighten that white light. Notice how it glistens even more. Notice how it can extend out, how it can be brought right back in, how you can play with it, how it can play in this moment, however it may choose. Start to notice that white light as it moves around your forehead, around your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your chin. Feel the release in the back of your shoulders an openness in your chest and heart. Feel this calmness as it moves over your stomach. Notice the hips, the knees, the ankles, and every single one of your toes. In this moment, just connecting even deeper to the body, relaxed and calm, supported. And starting to feel perhaps a slight buzzy sensation by the base of your feet. As these roots, just like roots of a tree, come out of the base of the feet. Wrap out and around the side edge of the bed or the couch or the chair. Moving down, deep, deep down, even deeper down to the very, very, very core of the earth. And as they go deeper and even deeper and even deeper, now you get this true sense of groundedness, of connection. Embracing that connection. Trusting that connection. And feeling the whole body at ease, comfortable and content. In just a moment, I'll count you back from five down to zero with each and every count, allowing the body to relax even more deeply. Starting right here at five, a physical release at four, an emotional release at three, two, one and zero going deeper now. As you go deeper and deeper, allowing the body and mind to be at ease, this moment just for you. Knowing any sounds or movement going on around you only allow you to go deeper into this calm and deeply relaxed state. Place where the mind and body get to move together with each other, for each other supported in every way. So for this moment, just tune in to your heart center. And if it feels right, bring in this green light by the heart. Allow it to swivel around, to create its own movement. Notice the texture, the shade, this green connected to love and compassion. Allow yourself to expand that green light and to feel the whole body so receptive to this energy, to this space, to this being.
If it feels right, you can expand it down towards your feet and up towards your crown, or maybe you leave it just as it is. And when you can play with this light at any time, you can come back to it at any moment, but it is just here for you. Today, as we wrap up this journey, I'll count you up. We'll go zero to five. Five will be eyes open, wide awake, bringing back all of the positives with you to your conscious outer awakened life. As we go zero, locking in the positives, starting to come up at one, physical awareness at two, an emotional awareness at three, coming back into the room, into your space at four, and five, eyes open, wide awake. Going one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide, wide awake. You can just start to move your fingertips and your toes. Coming back into the space where you are. And that, my friends, is a very short, brief little preview to guided imagery, but an amazing way to just reset the mind and the body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. Good. I'm glad. Like, how about you start your day with that? Right. You're five minutes in your car. When I tell my clients, like in my, in my one-on-one sessions, I always record the imagery piece of it. And so Mm -hmm. they walk away with recording every time. And, um, I say, I'm like, listen to this. If you can first thing in the morning and right before you go to bed, because those are moments that all of us are already in a state of hypnosis naturally. And so if we could just listen to these types of things that really settle us and connect us, we can shift our entire day is what it really comes down to. And it doesn't always have to be 20 minutes. I think we think of like this, like intimidating ritual, right. But it could be a matter of just a few minutes that can be a game changer. I feel like it's like the same concept with meditation. People think if like circumstances aren't perfect, you can't do it. You need the pillow. You need the altar. You need the incense. You need an hour. It's like, no, like so on that focusing on your breath, you probably heard Palmer barking in it. And honestly, it's funny because like part of me went, Oh, why? But then the other part of me also always goes to we so rarely are ever going to be in an entirely silent space. And so having outside noise or outside chatter actually is one of the best practices we could expose ourselves to because that's real life, like straight up. And so it's like, if we can just allow ourselves to actually do these types of things, even in spaces that aren't perfect per se, um, Mm -hmm. We can allow ourselves to train the mind and the body to go back to that space of calm and deeply relaxed, even when we're in those heightened or triggered moments that are rarely when we're by, when we're alone or when we're, you know, at peace. Right, right, right. Totally. That's such a good point. Like it doesn't have to be this perfect controlled environment. You can meditate while your toddler's running around playing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so insightful and important because I think a lot of people get caught up on that. You know, it applies to almost anything that's self-care based. You know, I see like so many moms as patients that are like, I like cannot get an exercise in, but to them, it's not exercise unless they're going to an hour and a half exercise class at a studio. And it's like, you can get 10 minutes of intentional movement in a day. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to look so structured or, you know, however you're thinking it has to look. Right. It's all about what we see it as. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree. All right, Andrea, talk to us about 
what are your latest new exciting offerings, events you're hosting, workshops you're doing, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the latest and thing that has been like nearest and dearest to my heart is um, my small group series. It's a small group hypnosis series and it was five weeks. It is now newly been shifted to six weeks um, Mm -hmm. because I actually just added a week to cover inner child. Um, And so I'm really excited about it. We're launching the very first of this six week program. Um, It begins on November third. Um, and it's only, it's max of six people in each of these small groups. Um, and it's a beautiful way to tap into what hypnosis is like and the different techniques that I utilize. So EFT, emotional freedom technique, NLP, neuro linguistic programming, um, as well as imagery, um, and a few other different directions that I typically go. It's a great way to see what that's like for yourself in a small group setting. And there's also a lot of power, a lot of power in being vulnerable and sharing and listening. Um, there has just been so much transformation happen within such a few short weeks with groups of people that literally have never met before, but we create this safe and intimate setting, um, that allows us to experience a lot of what we know we already have, but it almost can seem hard or challenging to access. So that has been where I've dedicated a lot of my time and energy to as of late. And that runs, I run one to two of those a month. So they are continuously running. So the next one that's like launching is November 3rd. But even if you're listening to this podcast later on down the line, um, they are constantly running. Um, They do feel fast, but to me that like is screams that this is what people are yearning for. So I'm really excited about them and they're just going to continue to evolve. I love that. And people can find that information on your website, right? Yes. So there is on my website, um, there is a space like under services that says small group, and then you can click like to request more information. Um, or you could always just reach out to me directly via email or Instagram or whatever is easiest. And I can guide you where to look next. Yeah. Amazing. And you also have a few like recorded, um, hypnosis sessions that people can just download and use. Right. Um, so great point. And that's actually is something other exciting. So thank you for saying that. Um, I do have a lot of record or a good handful of recordings on my website as well that you can download, um, different intentions. So I have one for anxiety. I have one for sleep. I have one for spirit babies. Um, I have one for like stepping into the unknown or finding peace in the unknown. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of different options and newly, which is actually not up yet but it will be up probably when this is being aired is, um, I have a first fertility series, um, that Mm -hmm. is going to be up there and available. And it goes through the four different phases of the women of a woman's cycle, um, so that we can really connect more deeply to those and really allow our minds to feel that same type of connection. So Mm -hmm. those are definitely always readily available on my website, um, for anyone to access. Love that. All right. So lastly, we want to leave people with where they can connect with you, your website, your social, if you have like email lists, stuff like that. Yeah. So I would say, um, everything is kind of the same. So it's all under curiously present. So website is curiously present dot com or Instagram handle is curiously present. And I would recommend hopping on my newsletter. Cause that is where I do announce all of my group 
group events and discounts, et cetera, mm-hmm. first before I announce it onto my social platforms. Um, so if you are interested, I think the newsletter is the best place to really start. Yeah. Love that. And we will link to all of this stuff, you guys, in the show notes. Um, so if you want to reference that, I'll also put a, a time slot there on where the guided imagery is. So if you guys yeah. want to go back and like listen to that again and again, we can do that for you too. So smart. I love that. All right, Andrea, thank you so much for your time today. This was so valuable and I'm so glad we can share this with our community. Thank you for having me. I always love just having these conversations. It's just, it's so fun and just being able to connect in a different way. So thank you all so much for listening and for tuning in. All right. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the FDA. Information provided here and products recommended or sold on coffeewiththedocs.com and or our podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by this site and or by this podcast is not a substitute for a face-to-face consultation with your physician and should not be construed as medical advice of any sort. By using any of this information or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release Dr. Nicole Huffman and Dr. Abby Kramer and its partners and guests from any and all liability whatsoever, including that arising from negligence.